It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Build Four Tough Studio, Boomer and Size and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app. Good Monday morning, a big football Monday after Championship Sunday. And I love the NFL. It's my favorite sport. Football's my favorite sport. I always get sad when it's over at the end of the year, at the end of the Super Bowl. I get sad actually after Championship Sunday because, of course, the Super Bowl, its own spectacular thing and this is the last time to see teams play in their home stadiums and all of that stuff Um, but man oh man oh man was yesterday just annoying it was just an annoying day to be a football fan unless you were an Eagles fan or a Chiefs fan you got your team going to the Super Bowl that first game that I thought was going to be epic between the Niners and the Eagles turned out to be a total dud because of the injuries to the quarterback. And I'm not going to just sit here and say that that was bad luck. The Philadelphia Eagles were all over. Those guys are trying to block Hassan Reddick with backup tight ends. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Both your quarterbacks get killed in that situation. And this game last night, I'm not putting it all on the officials. I'm not going to say that that's the reason why the Cincinnati Bengals lost the game. But that was a horrifically officiated football game that to me was an absolute joke. The fact that they got three opportunities on a third and nine, thank God that didn't burn them. And then, of course, they get the 15 yards tacked on in the biggest moment of the game to allow the Butker field goal. Just, I'm just annoyed. I've got a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I'll get it out. I will get it out by the Thanks, time we get to the Thanks. Super Bowl. But... <laughs> Today I'm annoyed. Good morning, Boomer. You've been talking to everybody on the air in the background and coughing. How are you? You know, I have no idea what makes my mic go on here and what doesn't. I'm not really sure. i got a big board in front of me. What I need is I need Steve Apria to be here with me. Oh, no. That's what I need. I'm not really sure. So what's going on? So if I if I miss press a button or something like that, you may hear a few other things too. Choice words out of my mouth. But I'll tell you, gee, I'm, I'm still thawing out. Uh, it was... It was brutally cold yesterday, yeah. as you could probably tell by watching us and uh, and everybody that was there at the game. But it was uh, an electric atmosphere. And I know it was frustrating for all of us uh, when we were sitting there and the game really never got anything going. There was the end of the first half for the Bengals and the start of the second half for the Bengals. They got something going offensively, but it was just choppy, a lot of flags. The officials were... Uh, you know, confusing the game uh, is the is a play stop? Is it not stopped? And then, of course, you know, I've read some of this stuff online already this morning. Like CBS doesn't have a chance because of the, the timing and the commercials and everything that's going on to really actually explain what's going on in real time. They have to wait until they find out exactly what the referees are ruling. And in that one particular clay, uh, case, there was an incompletion on second down, and the game clock was still running, and the back judge realized that, and he stopped the play. Now, nobody heard wait, a whistle. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. He tried to stop the play. Yeah, yeah nobody he heard a whistle. He ran in right. two steps with his arms up, and then everybody started moving, and then he stopped, and no one heard the whistle, and they went on with the play. And then at that point, I'm thinking, okay, here comes the punt team. That's the end of that, just like everybody did. So stopping the play is one thing. Attempting to stop the play is exactly what happened. 
All right, so in, in, in their world, in the official's world, the most important thing is to make sure that they have the play clock right. So in other words, there was about 30 seconds that ran off uh, the actual game clock. And they have to get it right. They can't lose those 30 seconds just arbitrarily and just keep the, go- the game going. And I'm not saying it's right the way they went about it. I'm not, I know it's, it's frustrating for us as viewers. It's frustrating for the players on the field, especially when they play a, a play full on and one team fails in their execution and then should have had to punt it. So yeah, I know I'm frustrated by all of it, but the reason that they stopped it and the reason that they went back is because they lost all that time on the de- on the well, uh, play clock. Is that to begin with that the the game clock was running when it shouldn't have been? That, that's 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 the game clock operator here at the stadium, and he's got to look at the officials because the officials are, are, are crossing their hands above their head, stopping the clock. Which every game clock operator in the NFL knows on an incomplete pass, the clock stops; it doesn't keep running. Uh, in that particular situation. It kept running. That's why they stopped the play, and that's why they put more time back on the clock. Well, so, they didn't stop the play. The play went on, and they turned uh, that, that guy, guy gave a half-ass effort to stop the play, and right, nobody right. knew about it. I shouldn't say they stopped the play because they didn't stop the play. But what they did do is they stopped the game, and then they re- they went back, and they put time back on the clock because that was the uh, the right thing to do because – if something would have happened late in the game where, you know, one of these teams would have lined up for a field goal like Kansas City did, there would have been a chance that that time would have been gone and Kansas City would have never had a chance to kick the game-winning field goal. And, so. then, and then to end up calling the Eli Apple hold, <laughs> to me, was like that. You want to talk about uh, really rubbing it into the Cincinnati Bengals. At that point, you know, it felt like the referees wanted the Chiefs to win the game. I'm sorry. I don't believe in that stuff. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. As I'm watching it, it felt like the officials in those two instances wanted the Kansas City Chiefs to win the game. Now, as I mentioned, you know, it, it didn't affect the Bengals because they did ultimately get off the field there and the Bengals did have two opportunities in the fourth quarter with the ball in their hands where Joe Burrow could have won the game and it didn't happen and I do put more of it on the Cincinnati Bengals and their offense not getting it done the Chiefs defense getting it done than I do the officials I was just annoyed watching the game and I really didn't like you know here they go they got the big completion to Hayden Hurst then they get seven yards on first down at second and three and then they end up going deep on the next two plays when I thought that they could have just, you know, just run the ball, just keep going, just short passes, just get there, take time off the clock, and for whatever reason, they felt like they had to throw the ball down the field 35 yards on back-to-back plays. Especially with the way that Chris Jones was playing last night. You know, you knew that he was going to be a force to be reckoned with in this game. He's a bad matchup for the Bengals, but you know, for the most part, I thought that the Kansas City defensive line really took care of business, and Joe Burrow had you know, two picks. The second pick was the same type of play uh, that he was trying to throw to T. Higgins. He was he did that to Jamar Chase almost in the, on that fourth and whatever it was, fifth or five and six or something. Yeah. Uh, so same type of play just on the other side of the field. And that kid Brian Cook made a hell of a play deflecting that ball up in the air that resulted in the uh, the interception. Right, so that was on third down. It would have been incomplete probably anyway. So it was sort of like a punt at that point. Yes. I just I just hated the play calls. I just hated you know I know they had taken a shot and they took some shots and obviously they had some success with Jamar Chase in the middle of the field. Um, you know that that to me was something that if they needed to have those plays, but just not in that situation. I mean they had made that huge third down conversion and it just was 
like, I just felt like there was momentum there that they just completely threw away with forcing the ball down the field when they didn't have to. And oh, by the way, another huge mistake, and I did believe that there was a block in the back on this return that wasn't called, but whatever. Um, on the, another huge mistake is how many times do we have to see in these critical moments in games with these punters punting the ball right down the middle of the field and allowing a returner when you've got basically a field goal to win a game, get on his horse and go 35, 40 yards for a return. Punt and that ball towards the sidelines. For God's sakes, who are these special teams coaches that are teaching these idiots to punt the ball down the middle of the field? I will also say that that was not only a punt that went down the middle of the field, it was a flat punt. It did not have a hang time. Oh, my and he, God. This is essentially what you hear when they say they outkick their coverage. It was a low, flat punt right in the middle of the field, gave the uh, returner a two-way go. And then, of course, you have the penalty at the end of the game. I don't know. Did you see the uh, uh, the video coming out of the bingo locker room as the bingo players were walking into yes. the locker room? Yeah, the two oh videos I saw. So it was the, the one... The one player now, I forget his name. Jermaine Pratt. Yeah, right. He yells, no, I'm not okay. This is my last year. Why did he hit the quarterback is what he yelled as he's going into the locker room. Now, the other video I saw was B.J. Hill standing next, next to Joseph Asai, and he's basically standing there for support telling reporters that those questions weren't fair, which I think most of them were fair. I don't think they were out to attack him. I do believe that all the questions were fair. And then they talked about how much support he had gotten from his teammates. So it did see like, you know, there was one guy who was verbally really upset that got caught on camera. There might have been others, but it felt to me like there was more support than than not support. And I just... Listen, I, full disclosure, I wanted the Bengals to win this game for a variety of reasons. I wanted them back in the Super Bowl. I ended up betting the Bengals. I picked the Bengals. I, I will. No one's going to believe me when I say this. If all of that wasn't true and I was a complete independent observer, I would not have wanted to see that flag thrown in that situation. Yeah, you have to throw it, though, man. Oh, all year long. Why? The, the, all year long. Just Changed the entire game. Hey, hey, all year long, man. I'm telling you, all year long, they've been throwing that flag, and I don't care. You know, I don't care if it's embellishment. I don't care what you want to call it. Patrick Mahomes is literally three yards out of bounds, and you know he pushes him, and he goes down. Yards, two steps out of bounds. Not three. It doesn't matter. You're out of bounds, and it's they've they've thrown the flag on that play all year long. Well, this is, I mean, this is the, the what team goes to the Super Bowl moment. I don't care. And you don't change the rules you seen of the game. In sports guy, you know, let, Dude, him, that, play, let him play. That is, I mean, you look at it. You, it's, that's three yards out of bounds. It's not three yards, about two I mean, yards out of bounds. two hands on his back and he falls down. Can't do it. And now, you can't and now touch gonna, the quarterback. And, Everybody and knows change, that. It changes who's going to the Super Bowl or not. I Gee, mean, it's just. You, know, it's you sound just, like a maniac. I'm telling I mean, you. It's, it's just. I'm not the only one, man. I'm, I'm just telling you. That, that, that call is called the every. The championship game. I, I, that ruined look, it. I don't I pick, want these idiot mm. officials that effed up the entire day now sending the wrong team to the Super Bowl again. And that's what it felt like to me. Well, anyway, you know, all I can tell you is that uh, I picked the Bengals as well. I thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl. I thought that Joe Burrow, uh, with the two opportunities late in the game, was going to score in one of those opportunities. And unfortunately, they didn't. And all I know, G, is that I have seen this particular play called every single weekend of every single game. 
Anytime that quarterback gets near the sideline and is completely out of bounds and gets shoved to the ground, that flag is coming out. I'm sorry. It's just that's the consistent that to me, that was the one call that they made that they should have made. No, I, I'm not in that situation. I'm sorry. I mean, that that just you're talking about a 60 yard field goal as opposed to a 45 yard field goal. I know they still had an opportunity with eight seconds where maybe they could gotten a, a few more yards and then uh, called a timeout to get closer. But but um, to me, that was just like the, the as soon as you saw that flag, the game was over. And, and and I just don't want those situations to be controlled by the officials. And as I said before, you know, the Bengals had those two opportunities. They, and I really thought in both of those opportunities that they when Joe Burrow had the ball as consistent, as cold blooded as he has been, that he was going to be able to get the job done. And he didn't. And they ended up giving the ball back to the Chiefs in a stupid way with the punt down the middle of the field. And then they allowed an opportunity for the officials to screw it up. And in my opinion, they did. So that's that ends up being on the Bengals. I just had a bad taste in my mouth at the end of that game. I just did yeah, the whole thing. I, I just I stunk to me. I cannot agree with you about the penalty call. I, okay. I, not at all. I mean, for a guy who covers a league and has watched the league grow over the years and watched how sensitive they are with quarterbacks on the sidelines, you know, uh, you know, if that were Brock Purdy, they would have called a, fe- a penalty. If that were, uh, I don't know, if it, if it were, if it were uh, Zach Wilson, probably not. But if it were Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, all of those guys would have gotten flags. That's and it's it's unfortunate because uh, Osai actually played a reasonably decent game, and that was just a huge mistake. But he came on the heels of the special teams mistake that gave them the initial field position in the first place, which came on the mistake of the fact that the Bengals couldn't move the ball the previous two sets downs that they had. So everybody has a hand in the loss. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, no, I I know, and that's and that's what I I had mentioned, and I there's there's no doubt you could pin it all on one thing, um, but it just was it just was frustrating to me, and this is off the heels of another game that was basically non-competitive, and and I'm not just going to sit here and say that you know all oh, the Eagles got lucky, they did not get lucky. What they did was they did what they have done all year long, and they get to the quarterback and they hit the quarterback, and that's the reason why these guys ended up out of the game because the San Francisco 49ers couldn't block them. And then when you can't block guys like Hassan Reddick and then your quarterback gets hit and he gets hurt, that's on you. That's the tip of the cap to the other team. It's not, oh, how bad luck have these guys gotten? You know, it's not like Brock Purdy just like, you know, uh, threw a ball or had that non-contact injury that blew out his knee. You know, he had a guy in his face. He ends up, you know, the ball comes out. It ends up being a fumble and he ends up being hurt. Now, I don't know, you know, he ends up playing after Josh Johnson goes out, after he gets hurt as well on a hit where they couldn't block anybody. Um, but, I mean, that was shocking to me that they, he didn't even attempt to throw the ball more than three yards. So, because he's got a damaged UCL. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly what happened to Josh Allen against the Jets. And uh, Josh Allen was able to play through it, and uh, Brock Purdy unable to play through it. He'll have an MRI today, and it will probably show you that it's pretty significant in there. He could throw the ball more than five yards. That's why they were doing all the different things that they were trying to do. The thing that really ticks me off about all of this, yeah. honestly, is the freaking Empire State Building. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that makes me mad. I could not believe that I saw the Empire State Building yeah. clad in green in honor of the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you kidding me? You see, I, and this was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Everybody put their two cents in about it. What I need to know is I... I need to know the backstory of this because I would not be surprised 
if the NFL had something to do with this. And paid for it, you think? Yes, yes, that's what I need to know. I need to know, you know, who was a person that accepted that payment and understood that this was a possibility in New York to put the Eagles colors up, and, and was the NFL behind or who was behind it? I mean, that's really what I need to know now because the stupidity to me is just off the charts. And, of course, I mean, everybody's got the same opinion on it. It's one of the dumbest things ever, and it's an, it's an insult to the sports fans in this city. Uh, but how did it happen? That, and then and then they put up the thing when they you know the Chiefs go and they and they change it to to red. They go oh, that hurt us more than it hurt you guys. So so that means that you know it, it, to me reading into it, unless they're trying to throw us off the trail, that there was some sort of deal that was made with the Empire State Building and somebody that got payment that said, hey, whoever wins, whether it's the NFL or whomever, it has to be the NFL that you're going to light it up in those colors. I, I got to believe that the Empire State Building gets paid to do that, that they don't do that on their own. Unless, of course, maybe it is a, a New, New York, York team. team. Yeah. yeah, if it's a New York team, maybe they'll do it on their own. But, I mean, the NFL had to definitely pay for this. I some, Because they, they're not just doing it. They, they, unless there's a guy from Philadelphia running the whole damn thing, which I, I doubt is the case. But, yeah, I, I saw that uh, as we were, uh, you know, <laughs> I think it was halftime when that thing popped up. And I was like, man, what the hell are they doing in New York showing Eagles colors on the Empire State Building? Come yeah. on! No, I know. I mean, it's, it's, it's insulting to all of us. It's mostly insulting to all the Giants fans. Out there, I just just horrible, just a and something that no other sports crazed city would ever do. No way. You think that the you know Philadelphia is gonna you know may paint the Liberty Bell blue when the Giants go to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. All these other great sports cities that are out there, you know, Philadelphia, Boston, you throw New York in there, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. None of these other cities but this one would do something like that. And it's just it's it was sickening. It absolutely was. But I want to know the backstory. I want to know who to blame uh, for that whole thing before I just go completely nuts about it. 